0: You know, it's interesting because when I look at the upfronts this year, there's almost like a tectonic shift that has had to happen and happen under the veil of, of, you know, post COVID. I mean, in a sense that, look, it took the window dressing off a lot of the stuff that was maybe a needless investment for brands. Because look, when you turn stuff off and you still make revenue, you have a reality check about what you have to continue with. And that's everything from sponsoring uh, slate of shows and look, expanded well beyond uh, the notion of upfronts and linear TV. I mean, this went across the spectrum. Uh, I think people got reoriented around the fact that it's the consumer first. When you think about upfronts, the upfronts is very much the B2B business. You're an agency, you're a brand, you're going to buy uh, placement spots across shows, across networks, etc. Where's the consumer? I mean, yes, the consumer watches shows, but the consumer by and large is watching shows, and not buying product. It's not like it's a TikTok, maybe buying environment, and it's not all QVC and and HSN. So I think what it forced is for people to understand that, look, at the end of the day, it's still about finding a consumer who buys a product at retail, or even if it's digital retail. So I think a lot of the uh, networks have to clean house, meaning you're going to start to see cancellations of shows that should have been left dead, but don't have value. You're, you're, there's a tectonic shift in the, in the audiences. The fact that they have to skew younger. The fact that millennials or Gen zennials, which is the bridge between millennials and, and identify with Gen Z, is taking over. And a lot of the shows basically are just for boomers. Uh, and that won't be sustainable when you're when brands are trying to align with the purchaser. And if the purchaser is younger, it doesn't matter who's watching a show. It basically say, well, that show doesn't have my consumer who has to buy my product so we can maintain our PLs. I think the other thing is the shift, obviously, to streaming and the fact that, that appointment-style TV is dying, not just dead. Uh, even sports is, tr- is starting to see that, that people are just over-scheduled as human beings, so they can't be forced to be to watch and consume fixed television. Monday to Sunday, that's just that's just no longer gonna happen. Maybe you can pull that off one day a week, but if you have a high-functioning household like the one I've had with twins, that's not that's not something that's plausible anymore. So you're, you're going to start to see the fact that they're gonna have to go to a modular approach of, of consumption of content. And there's also gotta be a modular uh, approach to length of content. Some of it's gotta be snackable or shorter, meaning originals, everything can't be an hour some things need to be 20 minutes you know when you actually, when you subtract commercial time so I think what you're starting to see is there's going to be a huge experimentation model and they're going to have to put that in front of the buying audience whether it's brands or buying agencies and say hey we have a mixed bag of things we can give you and now offer you so it's not a you versus them and you versus meaning linear platform versus the streaming platforms because one of the other wars that's starting to erupt is this notion of the creators versus the platforms. So, should you be aligning with the, the, the resident top YouTubers and TikTokers, or should you be on Peacock? And that is a decision now because there's such a separation of church and state between those two environments. So, brands are doing both or having to make a decision between what is going to be more powerful and moving mindshare. So, I, to me, there's a lot of work left to be done because. The, the 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 networks are still defending old turf because the decision makers they built the TV business you know because they're largely boomers so they watch everything cinematically be birthed from the ground up but the future consumer didn't build television they built the affinity around creators who create content so they're a bit at, at a juxtaposed against each other in terms of where's the consumer going and the speed of the consumer and their movement. And then here we are still wanting to defend what we most identify with. That is still a sacred cow ours because we, we built this business and we still enjoy this business. So it's going to be very interesting to see what comes through the upfronts in the coming week. But I think what's more gonna be is the evolution that almost has to happen in the next three years. It's kind of the way Media companies had to burn off their magazines in print and go heavy, heavy digital. I think you're going to see this, this notion where you can have select products for select audiences, but it can't be before where everything was really about one type of audience, that boomer, older, gen, extra generation. It's very much the leadership of these major media companies when the consumer, or a good portion of them, have literally already checked out.